Welcome to 24 Karis. I'm Kelly Johnson, founder and CEO of Karis by KJE. We are your partners in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space to enable you to experience the power of we within your organization. We are currently continuing our conversation with Jerry Mason Hall of NetApp, and it's been a great conversation where we are exploring the, the value of DEI, the journey of DEI, and how it's evolved over time. And uh, in our last conversation, we talked about developing leaders. So Jerry, thank you for being here and really sharing um, so much wisdom and insight uh, around this space. Thank you. Love to share my experiences and observations. <laughs> so we've talked a lot, um, but I think it might be helpful for organizations who are perhaps less mature on the journey. Um, let's talk a little bit about process, infrastructure. What does it take to truly move the needle around attracting and retaining and developing um, diverse talent? Yeah. You know that old saying, it's very US, so we have to think globally, but it takes a village. Um, it does in fact take a village. And so I say that to say, uh, one of my, my primary messages when I joined NetApp was that our strategy is DINB enabled. So it is not the responsibility of the DINB team alone. It is not a Jerry responsibility. It is owned by the enterprise. It is DINB enabled. We develop strong leaders. You know, we talked last session about the leadership muscle. We develop that muscle. We um, uh, provide um, enablement, materials, collateral, etc. But it is truly leader led leaders at all levels of the organization. And so I think that's very important to call out. And when we talk about infrastructure and processes, that partnership, that engagement with the full HR team is critical. So your talent acquisition team, but not the recruiters and sourcers alone, it's other parts of the HR team, your business partners who know the internal talent, who know the growth strategy and the needs for that talent, um, your total rewards team, who designs the appropriate comp and benefits to be competitive in your respective market. All of these players together um, are what help in that focus um, in increasing your attraction and retention of underrepresented talent. Yeah, you know, I mean, from my experience over the last 20 years or so, I've, I've often seen, unfortunately, the DEI function um, struggle with getting that buy-in with their peers in human resources. I don't know if that's been your experience or if you've seen it, um, but can you speak to that a little bit about how can organizations, HR, DEI, come, to the get, come together to provide a stronger infrastructure and process? Yeah, and, and I think I think you're spot on. That has been the case. Um, I've I've been um, I've had more positive experiences in myself, but I've seen that in different organizations. Oftentimes, um, depending on your model, where the the head of DEI reports into the CEO and the CHRO um, is separate, so they're peers. 
That was my model at Sodexo when I mentioned Dr. Rohini Anon. But we collaborated famously. And so therein lies the, the positive results. She developed the DEI strategy. I was her partner in ensuring that we executed well in the organization. So rallying my team around that uh, strategy and we went forward together and we had advisory groups and, and we had a steering committee that I sat on with her and our head, uh, our chief legal officer and, and our chief uh, uh, marketing person, those types of roles together, um, we created that village. So it worked seamlessly. In other instances, you absolutely have that rub where you know HR is going down one path and the DEI team is going down another. And they feel that HR team feels put upon. It's like they're, they're demanding that I do all of these things and they're not understanding and appreciating the challenges that I have. And so there, I think, is, is the opportunity to have better understanding and to develop that, um, the, the, you know, the, the plan on how you will go forward together. So in my current um, role, our model is I am part of the HR organization. And so together, my peers, we think about what are the HR priorities? How do they align with the corporate priorities? You know, our growth plan for the business. And so we're in lockstep moving that forward. So again, it's working out fine for me. That's great. And I think it 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 definitely starts or the structure, the reporting structure, that model um, can absolutely have an impact on the ability for DEI and B to, to um, thrive in an organization. And I would say that one of the things I used to say all the time, I still say it with, with our clients, but when I was in-house, I used to say it all the time to my team, and that is we need to lead by example right? So we're asking the organization to be inclusive and diverse. You know, we, we as a DEI team need to do the same thing, meaning we need to make sure that we are inviting the perspectives of others before we move too far, right? And yes. we need to appreciate the diversity, the diverse perspective that maybe the HR team might have because they are often a little bit more embedded in the organization. And so they understand the concerns of um, different stakeholders in the organization and, and we need them and they need us. And so we wanna make sure that we are deploying and, and um, really driving DEI from a place of modeling the behavior that we want from everybody else in the organization. The rules also have to apply to us. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so maybe speak to I feel like I feel like one day we need to host like a therapy session for DEI practitioners because you and I both know um, I think we were in the same Wall Street Journal article about this a few years ago where we were talking about the high turnover of DEI practitioners so maybe um, provide a little bit of coaching or advice to that DEI leader um, who's struggling, who's struggling to get that buy-in, struggling to build that infrastructure uh, that's so needed. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that, that one of the things is 
If you're new to an organization, you've got to get to know the stakeholders. You have got to get a sense of where they stand on these issues and meet them where they are. They're not going to automatically be where you are. And so you have got to engage who's going to be your champions, who's going to be your partners and build from there. And I would also encourage, you know, you and I, Kelly, have um, been engaging some of our peers in different organizations and keeping that momentum, keeping that village alive, if you will. And so, you know, it's funny, a number of us who work together and we're all scattered in different organizations, all in the senior level DEI roles. And so tap into those, tap into that network um, outside of your organization and leverage those best practices. And I, and I also encourage, um, you know, some of, some of these uh, organizations that provide the thought leadership and the coaching like, like yours, um, that's very important if you're feeling like you're the only one in the organization. And that's, that's been a trend that I've been seeing, you know, again, this, this social justice awakening post George Floyd, um, has prompted a number of organizations to create brand new roles with no history or experience. And so, it seems great for a lot of people, but then they don't know how to come in. Um, so I go back to one of your earlier episodes when we talked about Dr. Rohini Anand's book. I encourage get that blueprint as well. So those are some of the things that could help a novice along the way. Um, and again, don't be afraid to reach out to others. Absolutely, yes. I learned that early on. Um, we we don't need to reinvent the wheel and I, personally and thankfully have been fortunate to find the DEI practitioner community to be, you know, non-competitive, right? Like we um, typically are very open to sharing and, and saying, hey, this worked for me, maybe it'll work for you. But thank you for those important reminders, Jerry. And um, as always, so much great insight from your um, experience and accomplishments in this space. Um, we'll be back for more um, from Jerry and um, all the great advice she has as we wrap up this series with Jerry Mason Hall at NetApp. And as always, we are super thankful for you to um, stop by and be a part of the 24 Karis community. Until next time, we'll see you soon.